We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. Passengers from Wuhan, China, are now being screened for the coronavirus at San Francisco International Airport. KCBS reporter Bob Butler says that the CDC started the checks on Friday, two days before a Seattle-area man was diagnosed with the illness. The man flew in from Wuhan on Wednesday and called his doctor on Sunday after seeing news reports about the virus. CDC doctor Nancy Messonnier says he's in the hospital doing well. I know a lot of you are likely wondering about the entry screening that we started on Friday at San Francisco Airport, New York JFK, and Los Angeles Airport. So far, CDC staff have screened over 1,200 passengers. Dr. Messonnier says none needed to go to the hospital. At SFO, spokesman Doug Yackel says there is one direct flight from Wuhan. That flight only operates three days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. But then also they're looking at passengers who are connecting that began their travel in Wuhan, and that's probably about 10 to 20 people per day. The CDC says screenings are being done now at SFO, JFK in New York, and LAX, and pretty soon, Atlanta and Chicago. At SFO, Bob Butler, KCBS. San Francisco stats show violent crime was down in 2019. KCBS's Marky Schaefer reports from San Francisco Police Headquarters. Data from the San Francisco Police Department show homicides, burglary, sex trafficking and rapes down double digits in 2019. Police Chief Bill Scott. Our officers put themselves at great risk to protect the people of our city, oftentimes without recognition. But I want to thank them publicly today. To the side of Chief Scott's podium, a table full of seized firearms representing a sampling of the 933 guns taken off the streets. He says crime is deterred with improved responsiveness and larceny and assaults continue to decline. And we want that to continue. And that's why it's so important that we fill our ranks. The department remains 100 officers below the target number. Mayor London Breed says the fact that San Francisco is at a multi-decade low for homicides is incredible. 41 homicides, of course, are 41 too many. But the fact is, this is the lowest number of homicides that we've seen since 1961. She says homelessness remains a top challenge and police are often the first to encounter and assist homeless people. In San Francisco, Margie Schaefer, KCBS. In other news, California is not doing enough to prevent wildfires, not by far. As KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub reports, that's the conclusion of a Stanford University study that found the state needs to burn or thin out some 20 million acres of forests. That is worth repeating. We think that California has about 20 million acres that need to have fuel reduction. Some of those we've got to reduce the fuel mechanically because so much is built up that we can't do a wildfire safely. But on at least half that area, we could use prescribed burns to really reduce the fire danger. Chris Field is director of the Stanford Woods Institute for the Environment. He says there has historically been opposition to controlled burns, that is, fires intentionally lit in a controlled setting to clear kindling that could
could fuel future fires. Air quality control managers fear impacts on the air we breathe. Private landowners fear prescribed burns could get out of hand and damage their properties. We think that all of these barriers can be tamped down. Fields says Cal Fire has been given more money to make forests safer, but it's not enough. The important message that people should take away is that there's good fire and bad fire, and we need to use good fire to beat down the risk of the bad fire. Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. If you are heading out to the beach, you are advised not to turn your back on the water. As KCBS's Matt Bigler reports, there is an increased chance of dangerous sneaker waves. Come on, Fred. Up. Joanne Chow was walking her dog Fred on San Francisco's Baker Beach, where the waves were worth watching from a distance. Because of the possibility of sneaker waves, Joanne was keeping her dog on tight voice control. Uh, Stay closer to the shore. Don't let him go near the water. Because he likes to get out there? Yeah, he does. The National Weather Service says the conditions are right for sneaker waves and rip currents. Some advice from meteorologist Scott Rowe. We tell folks to do is that if they are going to be down at the uh, shoreline, always pay attention to what's happening in the water. Uh, Watch what's happening with the incoming waves um, and just never turn your back to the water. It was just last week that a father and his two young children were swept out to sea in Oregon by a sneaker wave. The seven-year-old girl died and the four-year-old boy remains missing. At Baker Beach in San Francisco, Matt Bigler, KCBF. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts. And stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.